Mana 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 this is social disgusting welcome to social disgusting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka brandon hope you're well my guest i'm, I'm fine <laughs> my guest is the a co-host studio audience the- is here the studio audience of me like- i'll include a laugh track in the background too anytime like an or a, a woo if i if something controversial said just for for yeah, a nice yeah, little yeah. 90s sitcom-esque backstory. My guest is a co-host of The Great Podcast. I've been meaning to listen to that, wherein his co-host and he go through the albums they've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and their guests. Guests of which have included Kevin T. Porter, Eliza Skinner, Kylie Brakeman, and Josh Gondelman, amongst many others. Please welcome Andrew Ambrose Lee. Welcome. Hey. Hi. Hey. So nice to be here. I really like this show. Thank, Thank you. you. So, Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, of course. Thank you for doing it. I really appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, deeply unfair, easy to ask, difficult to answer question, but you might as well start somewhere. How are you? Huh. That's a good question. I am good, but it's a fragile good, I think. It's <laughs> it's it's a good where, um, for example, like um, my dad is co- coming out of the hospital uh, oh, wow. because he had like, um, a heart thing basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he's coming out of the hospital. We'll have to like kind of take care of him for the next month and stuff like that. But it's, it's good. And, um, you know, some good things are happening in my life. It's very busy though. Uh, I'm, I'm someone who kind of like tries to, uh, I'm a, I don't know how much you like, I don't, I don't know how much you kind of like think about this stuff or like, you know, know about this. I, I'm like, uh, the personality type. And I, I know like, there's like, you know, it's all made up and stuff like that. It's just like a way, it's just a shorthand, but I'm an ENFP. And so like, I have a lot of like, uh, which is like the, you know, the campaigner, the imagineer type of mm-hmm. guy. So like, I have like a lot of things I want to do. Like I want to, you know, I'm taking some cl- like writing classes and I'm, I want to start a different project at one point. I want to like do a bunch of other exciting things. And then <laughs> there are moments where I look at it and go like, Oh no, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <I shouldn't> have. <laughs> and like, you know with Yeah. And it's just like, um, you know, starting the new year with the pod, um, you know, 2022, like slate of guests is very exciting. Um, but yeah, I'm, that's generally how, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I can be, I've been on a kind of general high this week, but it's like I said, it's very fragile. It's very easy to take me down if you want to. So if you if you want to be mean to me or just like say like, you're a little, you're a little poo head or something like that to me, like I would feel bad and that would ruin my day. So don't do that though. So well, um, you know, I had planned it, but now that the seed is planted, who's to say how it's gonna go? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> just the idea that somebody might he- hear somebody say that to them. And then think like, oh, well, this is power that I have now, and I'm going to utilize that like a real piece of shit. Like, dear God, <laughs> like no. If anything, I'm just like, like the no. That's the thing I'm sensitive about. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> See, if anything, I'm just like, oh boy, I gotta. This is I'm gonna go even more the other way to make sure that mm. never happens. Oh yeah, but also like compliments and kind words don't work either. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, I'm a very insecure person. But it's nice to meet you, Brandon. Oh, I am too, by the way. So agreed. how are you? How are you for real? Like, hey, buddy, for real. <laughs> uh, I'm but, all right. But, but 
How are you? How am I? How yeah. am I? I'm all right. You know, this new year has been, now that the calendar says 2022, that's really been fucking with me a little bit. Just uh-huh. because it's like, it, you know, 2022, it's, everything started in 2020. So it feels as much as like, you know, intellectually that it's been more or less two years at this point that it now feels the most like two years. So that's been messing with me a little bit, but I guess that's all part of like what it is to have like a mild existential crisis with it's a new year and I have to meet these expectations that are just put (laughs) upon us because it went from the 31st to the first now, you know, so it's all, uh, and also it's winter and it's dreary and right now it's raining here in Little Rock yeah. with while well, it's cold. So it's like little stuff like that. I just feel um a little bit more fragile post these two years than I have been in a while, probably. Hey, so, two two non toxic, fragile boys <laughs> on the show today. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Just just uh two Two mutual emotional minefields. Yeah, just trying to do the best we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, you know, so I, first of all, I'm I'm glad your father's at least getting out of the hospital. I'm sorry he had to be in there in the first place. That's terrible. Oh but yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. like it's hopefully on an upswing, uh, at least relative to to what it was prior to that. But yeah, um, I hope so too. So thank you. Yeah. So I, I know. Yeah. The it, it's funny you're talking about the the writing classes. I've been thinking about doing that too. Just Something where, again, where it's like the new year. So you start thinking in terms of, I guess, some form of resolutions. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think I need to do some improvement things, you know, feel like I'm being productive in all this um, since I guess this is just where life is now to some degree. <laughs> but uh, do, are you a resolutions person by nature? I, or no? um, I am. I, I think so. I try to be. Um, I think a problem I have is sometimes i lack vision like i am very hard working i am very uh i love creativity and stuff like that but like it's hard to always know what the end goal should be or is mm. basically for me where um you know i started the podcast and uh i'm not like we're reaching like little milestones we've had great guests on it's really great it's like a very wonderful creative outlet but i'm not sure what to you know like because you've been doing this show for a while and you at one point you were putting like three episodes out a week <laughs> yeah and something yeah. like that so it's like it's, it's like um but it's like kind of like um it can be discouraging and just like but it's not like leading to a deal or anything like that it's not leading to like a um it's like something tangible immediately or like or even just like, whoa, look at all, like, look at the, 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 the thousands or hundreds of thousands of listeners every week, like, who care about what I think yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so that's challenge. That's been a challenge. Um, uh, so, but yeah, I have like just general goals, like general, like, um, you know, just uh, working out a little more, like exercising and stuff like that. I got like a trainer with like a, an online trainer basically um who just like uh will like i'll be like i don't want to work out and then she'll be like you should work out i was like okay <laughs> well, when, he, when he put it like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's very it's, it's good so far you know i've been trying to eat a little better uh i you know want to grow the podcast i want to like um i want to take the next steps like last year was kind of just me figuring out the initial um 
what do I, you know, because uh, we had like two new co-hosts basically for this season, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I was doing the show with another person initially at the start um, back in like 2019 um, or 20, yeah, 2019 or so. So it um, started Ju- like mid, mid-July. 2019 yeah. but right? also we recorded that episode the fir- the very first episode like a year before we did and any- we released anything basically oh, okay yeah so it's like i've been doing this for like three or four years or something like that um which is wild to me um but yeah That's... it's like so i have like general goals and just like and uh you know kind of just more feeling based i i guess like that's a problem sometimes i'm very like emotion based i'm very just like what makes me feel good what makes me feel whole as a person mm-hmm. instead of like um you should be making this much money and have this much in your savings account <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> like to i don't I get that yeah it's hard like i'm a very like um sensitive very emotional person and stuff like that so it's like kind of um not in like a volatile way but just like i'm very like um i kind of end up prioritizing that stuff over uh you know uh just more tangible tent poles or something yeah i know what you mean like i I guess it's like uh, you know whether it's a podcast or anything else how you're defined how you want to quantify or define success you know and it's different things for different people. I know what you mean though about like, yeah, it'd be cool to make money off of, you know, to, to have a career, I should say, make money makes it sound worse than it is, but more of a, to, to carve out some kind of career with doing what you love. And if that's podcasting, then hell yeah, you know, whatever creative space it might be. But to your point, like, how do you get there? It's such a medium at the moment that, people get there just by being named Conan O'Brien or something, which I'm not, I, I, that was, that was just the first name that came to mind. I'm not bashing it specifically, but it just does, it does give you an automatic leg up where you can do yeah. a recap show for like, they're doing one for the new girl new now girl, yeah. with the former stars, which again, I'm sure it'd be great, but uh, they know that they go in there and there's immediate success that comes with it as opposed to, you know, to your point, working for three or four years to, to incrementally or however build up a listener base and to get there and build up your, the people you've spoken to. And it's just, you know, it's, it's just, it's like anything else. It's a ton of work and it's a deceptive amount of it at that. It's deceptive amount of work. It's also, um, yeah, like you, uh, it's, and and it's kind of just like trying to make sure you have enough, like cracks at the bat really, and just like enough opportunity, like making as many opportunities for yourself to be seen. Um, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's, and it's, but it's, I, I wouldn't say it's all bad. I'm not, I'm not like a miserable, sad person or anything like that. It's, uh, and the podcast has like opened up my social circle so much. Uh, I was kind of doing, um, people, I, I, like my friend, a bunch of my friends started the show, these shows before like you know after the pandemic started basically mm-hmm. um but like i had the advantage of just i always it, it was always it was always a virtual show basically it was always over um like fate like uh google 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 meets or something like that or initially or 
um, Skype at one point too. Um, and like, it was always like, I, I always had that, like, um, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but basically like, it's like, it was built for the pandemic unintentionally pre pandemic. You didn't have to do any kind of transition period of, Oh, well now we're not going to do this together in a live setting or something. And we're going to be doing it virtually. And that opens up a lot of opportunities too. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And just like my social circle, like I met so many cool people, uh, doing the show, like not just like, you know, um, the comedians and the quote unquote, like the, the celebrities we've had on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, but also just like people I would like now consider friends and like even people, uh, who I, um, just like admired, now we're friends basically because we met during doing the show yeah. but it's such an interesting like i think this could be a fun opportunity to talk shop a little bit um okay. where it. i don't know i don't know what would be like a good podcast but like um it's it's funny because i've mentioned this before of just like um because you had like you've had so many great people on your show like nick weiger and uh you know, the Mike Mitchell and all those people, Carl Tartan and like pretty much all the, all from runs the gamut with, of like awesome people. Um, but, and like these people were like kind of parasocial relationships at first. You kind of were just, it was a one-sided thing where you were the one who was, who were familiar. You were the one, I was the one who was like, I'm just going to use myself as an example. I, I was the one who was familiar and I brought him and like now I bridged a connection, but then it's just like, what do you do with that? Like, do you, I yeah, don't exactly. wanna, do you want to impose? Do you want to be like, so uh, I'm having these dating issues just like to like, <laughs> like whoever, like, uh, <laughs> like Nick Weiger, just like text him that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a, I know what you mean though. Like, yeah, especially with, you know, I'm very, uh, try to be very cognizant of the parasocial aspect just because yeah. I know a lot about them. I know all of these inside jokes they have. But I am not a part of those. They do not know exist outside of what I tell them or whatever discussion we have in that moment. So, yeah. So, yeah, you have a weird shorthand that only you have, but it's not really a shorthand because there's kind of an odd, an oddity to it. And you're also one of thousands of people that also had that same shorthand. Yeah. So it's just uh, it is a lot to reconcile. And I definitely go into them not. You know, it's it is so awesome to talk to of all the people I've spoken to, and hopefully continue to speak to. Yeah. But you also can't like uh, try not to fanboy out also because they're also just people, and they're both funny, yeah. and I admire a lot of them. But uh, it is it is a weird, and sometimes. <laughs> I, oh no, that that did sound bad. Yeah, that sounded really bad. I I. It, my, I respect every single person I've ever spoken to. I'm and they're very that. funny. I think everyone made and, me laugh and slap my knee. <laughs> all my guests are like my children. I love them all, and they're all funny comedians. All of my children are funny comedians. And they, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's a, I don't know what I'm saying, I guess, but it, it's really cool to have gotten the opportunity that you can never anticipate you would get when you're starting something like this. Yeah. And you have no personal inroads to them going into it or prior to it. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Cause like my first, um, like it was mostly just our, my pals initially, just like who guessed it on the show. And like, that was the biggest thing in the world to me. Just like, Whoa, I got, you know, yeah. uh, you know, my friend who kind of does this cool project. And then it's like, um, 
once I asked like Kevin Porter for uh, like our 20th episode, like I, I, in hindsight, I don't think I was ready for that <laughs> quite yet. Um, but he was so nice. It was a good experience. And just, it just blew, it just like blew the doors open basically, um, with like what was possible. Yeah, and absolutely. like, I didn't think, I didn't think, um, you know, I've, I, I didn't think like two years ago, I didn't think that was possible. Um, or like that would be something we would work toward towards the very end. Um, but we <laughs> yeah. just like, and, um, yeah, it's like, and like the, the friendships that have occurred, um, with the people admire, like happen just organically. So you just got to trust that and just like, look, and, and like the other people you admire, just like, yeah, I'll see you when I see you or like, yeah, maybe I'll ask you to do our show again some other time and some like that. And it's been, it's, but it's like, it's so it's such a lovely experience. It's such a cool thing to do. So I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. I completely, I, I have a very similar experience, you know, like some people I've absolutely kept in contact with while also trying not to be annoying. Cause I, I you know, I just don't yeah. want to, you know, cause just in general in life, I don't want to be annoying, but, but also like I sometimes admittedly, I, I get the, I um get self-conscious about like, did it go as well for them as it as I thought it did, or yeah. like is more I perceive it, and so you don't want to also overextend or like you know go too far that way. So I kind of lightly dip in and out and occasionally email some people stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just that thing where like what I perceive and what they perceive could be completely different. And I guess that's just a, a a massive defense mechanism on my part. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's like I just assume everyone hates me <laughs> generally <laughs> so like people have to like truly like people have to like say like um when i like will text like a guest or something like that like hey thank you so much for doing our show i had a nice time blah 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 blah, blah. and then yeah. um i have to hear like i have to hear back like hey i had a nice time too i am reciprocating your feelings and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that and then like i'll feel like oh hey <laughs> like and then like but then it's like that vicious cycle of just like then i'll message the, like sometimes i'll like and this not just like with podcasts this is just just, just with people yeah, just like i'll message them again and then i'll put myself through it again I'll, and like the little time i won't hear like a response i'll be like oh no <laughs> like so like that could be a problem for me too i get that uh and it's that that thing too where you don't really have any kind of like script in your head of what you want them to say or expect them to say regardless of whether it's anything podcast related or just in life and and for the most part i'm not like this but every once in a while if you're just in a maybe a particularly vulnerable mood and you don't get maybe the exact thing that you didn't realize you needed as a response and then it's just what that response wasn't is what I look at as opposed to what it what it is. And yeah. then I just kind of spin out a little bit. Yeah. And that I wish I wasn't that fragile sometimes, but it, yeah. I, then I get it. Then I get it is what it is. I mean, you can only mitigate that stuff so much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I, do you yeah. have guests, by the way, that are like a dream guest, whether like perfect world scenario this guest would be perfect for this podcast whether attain you know whether reasonably attainable quote-unquote or not oh like that we haven't had yet yeah or or anybody you want to have whatever the case may be but yeah i was just i mean maybe if this may be a deeply unfair question so if it is i apologize yeah yeah i I was uh, just curious what you thought about anybody sure uh debbie duebe is one uh i don't know if he does podcasts anymore basically um 
but like uh he like his gilmore guys was like my big um like my big inspiration at the time like great show yeah great show and just like i i um yeah so like that show really changed my life and that, that was one of the shows that really inspired me to think i was able to do something like this because at that show was just kind of like two pals um that like they were recording in like a church or something like that <laughs> and um yeah like in the and it kind of s- snowballed into something beautiful um basically and I, I i i love that show i love what he's doing he's again like um i think he he's 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 incredible um i'd say um hmm let's see let me think um man i, I i'm what's my yeah i guess that's my grail like that's one of my big paul f tompkins of course like duh yeah like, paul no f. tompkins scott ackerman like uh lauren lafkis um they're the, they're, thre- the freedom bunch the freedom yeah. bunch like but like separately they were like they are equal like equally kind of formative and like i was listening to them in like high school basically yeah. and i would like cry i would cry and like like shake and like basically if i like had to um if i had to if i got to like interview him on the show basically um uh, but it's like and that's like not a impossible goal it's not the most impossible goal in the world oh, that's um, very it's that is absolutely it'll be possible. If it, like you know like oh my dream guest madonna <laughs> just like something <laughs> like, that. like you know so it's like it's not like the most impossible I, I did meet paul once like i went to the meet and greet and i got to talk with him and he was like so so nice um but i don't he know he seems lovely yeah he, yeah like he was so nice he gave uh advice on the podcast i didn't listen to right away <laughs> he told me to get a good mic and i didn't do that for like a few or like a year <laughs> that was his That's... big that was his big piece of advice initially just like get a good piece of audio equipment and then i was like oh okay mr dopkin <laughs> this is kind of like i did what does this guy know <laughs> oh boy oh thanks um, for your advice <laughs> well we'll keep in touch here's my business card um <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, but that was like, I met him right before we started the show, so it was like kind of a, uh, that was like really cool. Um, yeah, I guess the, the, the those are the ones I could think about right now. Those are good ones. What was the impetus for the podcast originally, by the way? What was it? What was the impetus? Uh, I was working on like a an animated web series earlier in my early twenties, basically. Is and, this tabloids? Yes, this is tabloids, and. Uh, wow, you did a little bit of research. Good job. <laughs> um, yeah, I was doing that. I was doing like an anime web series about like a high school newspaper class, um, and you know that that never got came to fruition completely. Um, we we made like a little shorts, um, but other than that, we didn't get to. Um, yeah, we didn't get to complete it. Like we storyboard all the episodes. So mm-hmm. there, there is like voice acting, like attached to, um, animatics and stuff like that. So there is a version of it to watch that I might just release one day. Um, but I also like, I, I was like very, ins- I'm very inspired by the Taylor Swift, um, re-releases basically, mm-hmm. uh, where she kind of revisited an album she made 10 years ago. 
and like added new songs and kind of like uh, recontextualized it with her wisdom and age and stuff like that. So that'd be a cool thing to do in my late thirties or something like that when I'm a little older and when I have more perspective and resources, just like to revisit that world and like try and make what I was wanting come to fruition a little bit. But I think I need more time and space and, um, you know, ability to do that, to pull that off. It was like, basically, um, I wasn't like, uh, I think I was like too young and too inexperienced and didn't have enough resources basically to pull it's it off. It's like 2015, right? 2015, Something like that. I watched, yeah. I watched the short. I liked it. It was oh, really funny. Thank you. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I like the animation fine. style too. Yeah. The animation, I think the animation is like really good. Like that's not like the best showcase of like what I was trying to accomplish with the writing basically. Like, cause sure. it kind of start it's kind of started off more tropey and just like, Oh, here are the five archetypes. And then like, we kind of like delved into like a little more, like um, more kind of like my more introspective side of me and stuff like that. I wanted to explore that. Um, So I spent like five years making that and it was just kind of like, it was so slow. It was like, so like difficult to do. And um, when, uh, my co- my Ezra was basically like she. They worked on the show initially. Um, they were uh, they helped make the promo material and stuff like that, and they helped with social media at one point. And we actually recorded like a podcast. Um, we recorded like a podcast about tabloids. Just and I just like had a t- I I talked about my experience like what my inspiration for the show was. And the idea was that we were going to talk about um, my, my, the, the idea was we we're going to talk about the creative process of making that show, like to mm-hmm. accompany the show itself. Um, so we recorded that and it was just like, um, you know, it was nonsense. It was very amateur. And then, um, like I showed it to like one of my art directors and he was like, yeah, like you're talking way too much, but the, the show actually works. To, I, I think the show doesn't work without Ezra basically uh, <laughs> like the kind of balancing me out. And so that was like kind of like the, the engine initially basically. And then we started okay. like, we just wanted to do a project together. We, it was always in talks to do a podcast together. Um, and then we just like kind of just, it was initially going to be just three episodes basically. Um, that was just going to release for fun. And then it just like became, it just eventually became my thing basically that I did. And like, it became my core focus and then tabloids, it kind of like lost steam after a while and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it was like, that was like a, it was, yeah, that was, that's kind of like the impetus for the show. And then. I don't know. It's also like the other impetus is just like, I'm very, uh, I was, I grew up very sheltered. I didn't know a lot of music until high school. And if I did know a lot of, if I did know music, it was a very small amount of music. Okay. I, yeah. I liked Frank. So you have Ocean. a lot of blind spots, I guess. I had right? a lot of blind spots. Um, I had this, uh, I, I had this like MP3 player that would, that had like a hundred songs and it was just like by disparate artists. Like there was like can't buy me love. And there's like the red hot chili peppers song, like Californication. Uh, I had no like musical identity, like Dave Matthews crashed into me. Um, I made my friend make 
crash into me my ringtone because I thought it'd be cool. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. So like that was, was just like a means to kind of, um, what? Yeah. One, open my blind spots, but then two, um. Because I'm not really a critic. I'm not a critic. I'm more of an artist than a critic. Um, and I'm also, like, not a real... Um, I don't know music theory. I just know how things make me feel. Yeah. I like... I'm I, I'm a big themes guy. I'm a big lyrics guy. I'm a big, like, story guy. So, uh, so that was my... That's what I kind of brought to the table. And I'm also, like, good at, like, kind of... Um, trying i i love to get to know people so like it was more so it was also a means to um like the like learning about charlie xcx is less important to me than learning about michael basically or learning about one of our guests and stuff like that and like why this makes them feel a certain way basically it's just a prism through which to do it right yeah a a conduit as you put it right yeah a conduit and like the idea of um uh, freaking uh it's easier to ask like what do you think of this weekend album than like what's your deal why are you so <laughs> what's your mental illness and stuff like that and like it's, it's a like, conversation starter it's yeah, a great it's a way com- to to open up that door you know like yeah as, it's a better way than than this podcast i'm sure i'm just know. like, <laughs> like how are you and you go from here it's a different i mean it's thing. all a different it's entry a different point. thing 100 yeah. yeah so but it's a great show i really enjoy Thank you. it and uh it's just fun to hear. I I don't know. I just like any podcast where they they have a general topic. It's just fun. I just enjoy hearing people talk about things they love. Anything. I just enjoy that. Topic. What, that meaning whatever the topic is. I should say. Like I like your that, TED talk. It had a general topic. It was no, about something. How dare you? I mean, just any anything we're meaning. Every episode, like, oh, it's a movie podcast, so they talk about these genre of movies yeah, in the podcast. Yeah. But just knowing what you have with that is really a nice comfort listen for me. And just to hear oh, people talk you. about things they love. It's fun. Oh, thank it. you very much. Uh, um, you know what you, sh- you should have as a tagline under social discasting? It's a show mm. about nothing. Or whatever. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> We're on a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do that, like, every... <laughs> Yes. friends like i'm just like, gonna i'm just gonna transition into a weird like every other episode seinfeld and friends re-listen show for some reason yeah that, that'd that be great be fun. you know ross sure that's in never new york <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do my own competing the new girl rewatch wow where i have no inside knowledge whatsoever just like yeah it's pretty good i enjoyed it mm-hmm. it'll be very listenable I've uh, heard of New Girl, but old guy? I don't know. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that was not uh, nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> like you, oh, you're... you seem nice. <laughs> oh, I didn't take it personally. But I guess now I did. Which yeah. Is yeah. The, uh, are, is there any albums in particular in 2022 that you're, are your most anticipated or that you're just particularly looking forward to? Ah. I don't know. I, I'm like, that's like, it's it's just like a point of insecurity sometimes. It's just like, I'm not like my finger's not really on the pulse of this stuff. And like, maybe that's why it's not as successful as like my podcast isn't as successful as it like, um, it could be is because like, I'm just like, I don't give a shit about the Grammys. Like it, like just the Grammys make me feel bad. <laughs> like basically. Yeah. And, um, I don't really know who's coming out with new stuff lately. Um, 
Let me look. Let me like. Uh, yeah, I know there's a new Kendrick album, a new Charlie uh, X. Yeah, but like album. that's the thing is like I don't know when those will come out. Like Kendrick uh, yeah. and Frank Ocean, like I don't know if they'll come out this year. But it's just like oh, like it could be. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess though. Like I guess like. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Like. Uh, if Childish Gambino does another one, if like um, Chance Chance the rapper, like he seems to like be like after the big day kind of wasn't like well received. He seems to be going back and trying to refocus on like what makes his albums good again. And like that's kind of in- interesting. But I don't know if like they'll like I don't know if they'll come out this year and stuff like that. Like I, I guess like my big tentpole guys like I'm looking forward to like hearing from them again but yeah i don't don't really know what else is out there well i guess to your point too like some of the bigger artists too do surprise drops now it's more of a kind of they they get the get the conversation going by saying within hey tomorrow this new album drops and then people go nuts and then that's what they talk about Mm -hmm. and it really drives listenership so i guess in that respect who's to say who's going to release an album you know not everybody's coldplay saying like in 2024, this is our last album, and everybody's like, "Yeah, that feels like a lifetime away." But sh- okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, that sounds good. Uh, and no bash to Coldplay, I I like some of their stuff, but I when I saw that, I'm like, "Oh, right on." Yeah, last album, you know, planting your flag. Fair enough. It goes back to like, and and this is a little deeper. Like, this is just a jumping off point to something a little deeper. It goes back to like one of my problems. It's just like I'm I have a hard time envisioning three weeks from now basically yeah i have a hard time like in three weeks this is what i'll be doing like oh boy gotta look forward to that um it's just like i take it as the weeks come i take them as the days come and stuff like that and and like that's when i can kind of get stuck in um you know depression like cycles and stuff like that it's just like um yeah and like it's just like um but yeah like i i don't have it's a hard for me i have a very strong imagination i have a lot of like ideas and a lot of like potential and stuff like that i need to work on like a strategy to um be able to implement these things and mm-hmm. to be able to be the person i want to be right now it's very uh that's like a challenge right now basically yeah i know what you mean like I definitely feel like I need a uh, a carrot to chase. I need some kind of light at the end of the tunnel, something to work toward, a project for these types of things. And and but at the same time, <clears throat> excuse me, the unknown these days or right now anyway feels like the most unknown. It feels yeah. like I can have even less of a guesstimation as to what any day will bring. So then, in a weird way, you almost don't want to set expectations to that because who's to say you just kind of sometimes you have to go where the wind blows so i don't i don't know but then again you similarly i have depression anxiety like so many other people unfortunately and sometimes that that dictates how you function and what you do and sometimes you just be i sometimes i have to give over that to then get it out of my system and then hopefully be like okay most days and Mm. it's tough sometimes it's tough sometimes it's easy yeah, 
Yeah. That's interesting. That's an that's interesting. Sometimes it is tough and sometimes it is easy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's like uh I don't, you know, these days I just try to be okay. I yeah. try to be somewhere in the middle, somewhere to where I don't have to be exceptional, I don't have to be great, and I also don't want to be terrible. If I yeah. can just be okay, I can deal with that and then you go from there. Yeah, it's but also like with me, like I'm not going to speak for you, but for me, there's a part of me that's just like I am not okay just being okay. Like mm. it's, I'm not, I, I want to like one day, like kind of be, um, I want to be eventually become exceptional. Like <laughs> at one point, I know I'm not there yet. Um, but just like an, an exceptional, an exceptional, like an exceptionally kind person, an exceptionally, um, loving person, a good partner, a good, uh, podcaster comedian and it takes practice it takes practice every single week and like i i'm i also it's it's not so so much of just like uh in 2025 i want to have this much money have this job and blah 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 because i feel like that is um setting myself up for disappointment but it's also like if i you know if I make this small change every single day for five years, I'll be closer to the person I want to be basically. Yeah. yeah. I get that. I, I guess when I say, okay, I just mean just in a mentally okay. Place. Yeah. 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 You absolutely. Know? Yeah. But and, anything else, but yeah, I have absolutely aspirations and goals and things like that. Yeah. Too, so uh, yeah. Yeah. Was, I get that. Yeah, I wasn't like trying to like make you like <laughs> you piece of no. shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, did you go to school for the arts? What did you? No, I did no? not. And that's like kind of like a big like not regret because I I don't regret I, I try not to regret things like that. But that's something I kind of wish I did. Um, I wish I was. Um, basically, I talked about this in our like college dropout episode. But like I, um, grew. I was majoring in like theater and communication and stuff like that. And then my aunt talked to me. And she said, you should get a degree in social work and then they'll like get you a job and stuff like that. And like, uh, she kind of like scared me. Um, and then I ended up doing social work and I didn't, and I didn't like, I didn't love it that much. And I felt horrible for not liking it as much because it's literally like saving lives and like, yeah, doing yeah. Good. um, I just like felt like, um, and I was just like kind of, um, I, I wish I was a little more brave back then. Um, and even in this, like, kind of uh, in the manner that I'm doing it, um, where I'm podcasting and stuff like that, I am expressing myself creatively, but I think I... It, there's still a lot of, like, there's still, like, a big safety net, and I'm a, I'm kind of scared of just, like, throwing away this lifeboats or, like, you know, removing the safety nets... Um, cause what if I like kind of like just like there, there's no bottom basically. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's, that's been a scare. That's been kind of something I've had to work through and deal, deal with and stuff. So what do you mean by safety net? Do you mean like doing something else other than the podcast or like a day to day job that is allowing you to do the podcast? I just want to, yeah, sure just following. like, you know, um, just move to LA or move to blankety blank mm. and then just like grind every day and don't like have like a job at a restaurant and like kind of yeah. just like, uh, you know, all that stuff basically. I um, got you. like go all in on that. This is plan 
A, B, and C, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, there's no, like, yeah, like ha- not having a plan B gotcha. and stuff like that. I'm just very like, well, let's mitigate the risk. <laughs> like, you're gonna, you coward. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. that's how I'll feel about myself some days. Um, and uh, it's just like, you know, the idea of just like fortune favoring the brave. And it's like, I don't always feel brave. I'm like, very, I, um, this is something I'm working through. It's just like, I feel like I'm operating from a place of fear rather than a place of love. Um, Mm. where even though, yes, I do love people. I love, and I have such strong, a strong capability to love other people. Uh, fear is the bigger driving factor for me. Basically. I, um, like, so like to, so like, fear gets in the way of me like loving someone to their fullest potential and stuff like that. Like I have like people in my life that I, you know, want to kind of show my affection for like more, um, you you know, make more of an effort, but then I'm just afraid of like, what if they don't like me or what if like, you know, it's awkward or something like that. Or what if they like, you know, you know, I'll, I'll get attached and then I'll get hurt or something like that. And it's just like, yeah, that's just like a whole thing to deal with, basically. Sure. Yeah. It's, man, fear is a real motherfucker. It it really is. It's tough. Yeah. You know, to, to think, to to fear a thing, you know, to, to have this feeling that can sometimes seemingly like be, feel crippling. Yeah. In, in, of a thing that technically I suppose doesn't exist. It really is purely an emotion, purely a thought. Which isn't to minimize it because it's a real thing. I feel plenty, and I absolutely get it. You know, I guess it's uh, to, I guess now clichedly possibly quote Dune: "Fear is the mind killer," mm-hmm. and it's I, it can be. It can be really debilitating. Yeah, and it's really annoying. It's really, <laughs> it's really annoying. annoying. It's really debilitating. But it's also like the alternative is just like living a life just based in fear all the time and like based in just like kind of like um like a duller not a bad life per se but just like a duller life and a more um just i think i would be like it's just that i'm trying to find the right middle because also like fear isn't always bad you know fear is like to protect your body (laughs) to, to, to protect yourself um basically like if you see a bear you should have fear basically um, i'd rather have it than not i mean yeah it sucks it's like anything else you wish you want what you don't have i wish i wasn't the degree by which i am sometimes sure but to your point if there's a bear i should be scared and that's a very healthy fear yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so i don't know but like every time i like uh talk to someone new i, I like feel like i'm like approaching a bear basically and stuff like that and anyway like i i have like a lot of performance anxiety which is like not good for a guy who like performs every day and like kind of like not even like on a show like just um i feel there are times where i just like feel like i am performing i am not always my authentic self all the time like Mm. i'm performing a side of myself and like you know like when art actors like perform they're still like drawing from their real life and like it's still based in reality in some way even though if they're like acting in a sense so that's that's how i feel is like i am still it's not like i'm lying or being deceitful or anything like that but i feel like i 
don't know how to be a full person all the time, basically. I feel very fractured. I feel very um, yeah. all over the place and stuff. I get that. Yeah. I get. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's, I feel like, that. you know, not to be like this, per- it feels like that's kind of like a part of life is just figuring out, yeah, who you are, what you, what your strengths and weaknesses are, and just coming to grips with, yeah, maintaining the good while also coming to grips and trying to even out the rough edges of the bad. You know, it's all part of this fucking complicated stew of who we are as humans and figuring out what that means, what I do right, what I do wrong, how can I minimize the wrong while maintaining the right and just find that balance. It's it's so easy to say and so difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also just like, I need to do it now. I don't have time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. Like, yeah. I like, it's like, just like, is it really going to like, is the, is the answer then just to get 30 years of therapy before I try anything? Like it's, <laughs> it's, it, that's how long it'll take. It's like one hour every week. Like basically like yeah. that's too long. That takes too much time. And like, I don't know. It's just. I get it. I'm impatient too. And I, uh, I, you know, I, I think part of it too is just like the, it's like me starting this show. I never done before. And it was the prospect of doing it for years and wanting to do it for years was kind of terrifying. But at a certain point, it's just like, I, I, I won't do it unless I just do it. And so I just did it. Yeah. And you kind of figure it out as you go, you know? Yeah. That's kind of, you know, perhaps that's a, a very unintelligent metaphor for life on my part. Just figure it out as you go. But it's uh, it's just tough to figure it out, especially amidst, you know, the backdrop of everything right now. And maybe that exacerbates certain things and makes that, you know, it's all, I don't know. Everything seems more uncertain than it ever has, for me anyway. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. And whatever that means. You're getting small wins when you can and try to use that momentum to get big wins and hopefully you get something going. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that'd be cool. <laughs> like, that'd yeah. Be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I like that's, and that's like, you know, to kind of bring it like, that's why I kind of like love Kanye. It's just like, he's the, that he is fearless in that way. And he doesn't care if people like, like him or dislike him. He's going to get his vision out. Like, and like, that's why I love him and have this complicated relationship. And that that's the part that I want to take for myself is just like, I am so crippled by fear and he is mm-hmm. like, he, there's no breaking point for him basically. <laughs> um, and like obviously there should be a nice like i want to take like my inherent inerrant compassion and care and thoughtfulness and then meld it with that fearlessness and that and i feel like if i'm able to do, do have those two things in conjunction and tandem with each other i would be like pretty unstoppable basically yeah I, and i would be like i would make a difference in people's lives i would like make lives better and i would like make my life better and stuff like that so are you getting a better idea of what that constitutes for you? Or is that just part of the, the, the angst factor of the fact that you're, you know, you, that's what you want to get to, but you just don't know what that necessarily looks like, I guess. Um, Hmm. Uh, uh, because like, I already have like a few of my, like, I already know the project I want to do right after, Hmm. I finished this podcast basically. Um, 
so hopefully just like i just like i have direction per se um but i don't like always know like if it'll work and stuff like that and just like am i because like that was a big like mild regret was like tabloids not working basically like spending five years in my early 20s like that's just gone i can't have that back and like all i can do is just take what i learned then and be a better person now basically but like i wish i had that information when i was I wish I had the inf- like the information I have now when I was 20. I like you know that like <laughs> that meme that's going around just like the blue pill red pill just like you could either like be in the body of a 6-year-old and like you know retain all your memories or I'll give you a million dollars or something like that. You know that like yeah. ridiculous meme. I would I would do that except be like 20 again. Like that would be cool. <laughs> like if I had the that- knowledge I had now at 20, I would be like I would have so much going for me, basically. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I do think about stuff like that, too. About very much the if I knew then what I know now and regretting stuff. And I don't know. A part of me, too, that has kind of just tries to let go of it a little bit. You know, you want to. I'm not. Yeah. yeah, It's it's easier. I'm I'm not saying that you're living in that and that's all you think about or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, Just speak for myself. You know, it's just that. I don't know. It's it's again easier said than done. Of just, yeah, that was a bad choice <laughs> that I wish I hadn't done, and and I can live in that, or it could like, but then it could also create, you know, be self perpetuating, and then maybe create more regrets, and then I'm just in this endless, infinite loop of regretting things, and then creating regrets because of them, and it's just this Ouroboros of failure on my part, but. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds you know. cool. Like the way you describe <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, it's real rock star. Mm-hmm. Um how is Chicago right now, by the way? Is it is it how's it how's everything going? I I don't know a lot of the Chicago situation currently. Uh it's weird. It's it's yeah. very confusing. Um I'm honestly more confused about the pandemic than i was at the start of it like um because it's just like every day i just like go on twitter and like some guy is just like saying like i'm a science major in science.com and i was like yeah <laughs> just like and just like you know um you know actually the virus can stay in a room for a b- billion years you got to be careful <laughs> like and then it's just like um uh and it's just like so i'm not like i, I i'm erring on the side of being more careful and stuff like that um, but it's also just like, you know, I, I still want to like, it, it's hard again. It's like just hard if there's no, like, if you don't know for sure, if the people in charge, like have your best interest in heart at heart all the time, basically. Sure. And that's like really confusing and really just like, uh, okay, is this, am I just like, and again, it's like the fear thing. It's just like, you know, that's what like anti-vax weirdos are saying are just like yeah they're trying to like make you wear a mask because you're afraid and stuff like that <laughs> like all that stuff and just like <laughs> but it's like kind of um but it's also um kind of confirming it in a indirect way I just like you should be afraid you should feel yeah scared and overcautious and just like um all that stuff and that's just that doesn't help me very much and like so it's like trying to find a way to overcome that while also being um you know 
factual and safe and um, considerate towards others and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's all right. But I like Chicago. It's a very nice place. I, I have a, I'm developing some friends here, like, and it's nice. So yeah. At least the friends thing is nice. I know that you know, just in a world of just so much uncertainty, uncertainty to your point, and like trying to, yeah, it's it's tough to deal. I'm sure with your with your issues or or things you're trying to overcome with fear, to then have fear fear thrust in your face every day by people who may or may not be acting in complete bad or good faith. You yeah, just don't like some people know. are acting in good faith, but it's just like sure. it's just like so like. It's so much all the time. It's just like, and it's like my co-host kind of like my two co-hosts were like, well, I'm off Twitter now, <laughs> like smartly. <laughs> but like I had to promote the show every week. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I had to build my profile. I got like all that stuff. And just like, I, I like, um, it's, I want to be famous enough where I don't have to be on social media. Like that's the <laughs> amount I want. Like, I don't need to be like stopped at the, at Trader Joe's or whatever. I just want to like, I just don't want to be on social media anymore. (laughs) I don't blame you. Yeah. I've, I've definitely taken a step back because it's, it does not help my anxiety at all. Yeah. At all. It can be very overwhelming, you know, and granted it's all about what you read, but it's so hard to avoid the full Twitter experience. If you're on there long enough, regardless of, you know, who you follow or what invades your feed, but it's just a lot. You know, I definitely want to try to retract from that to a certain extent yeah. as much as you can. Cause then, you know, to your point, you want to record episodes, put them out and have people listen. And that's the way to do it. Yeah. So it's, you know. it feels like, you know, like the, you know, the matrix a little bit, it's just like social media is just this thing that drains your energy and like uses it to like power its Twitter battery, basically, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel it pretty well. I can mm-hmm. get pretty, I, I can get pretty annoyed. You know, it's like anything else, I guess. It's but like, like people are on Twitter and go like, oh, this website's so bad. And they like, like I'm leaving now. And then like, they're still <laughs> on it like the next day. <laughs> it's like, That's the funny thing though, is that I think we all get that it's that we should not be doing this. Yeah. Because you can't, like, that's that's not a, uh, your brain isn't able to handle that. Just like, you know, the funniest meme you've ever seen, like, of Tim- Timothy Chalamet going like, whoa! And, like, Zendaya yeah. going, ugh. And then, like, <laughs> then you see, like, horrible news in a third world country. And then you see, like, uh, Madonna and, like, Kanye and Julia <laughs> Fox are just hanging out going, like, whoa! Just like, <laughs> wow, they look bored as shit, and they're really famous. Yeah, yeah like just like, <laughs> what do you? Th- that's not like people like read books in the nineties or whatever. <laughs> like people like had it like maybe I should start reading more. But like people are just like they sit down and they read a book, and then the book says, "Once upon a time, Jerry went <laughs> to the store," and all you're thinking about is Jerry went to the store. <laughs> it's just like that's the that's what you're thinking about. Damn, and, Jerry's doing it. That's wild. Oh, yeah. That's a good opener <laughs> to this book. God, what's he gonna get? Is he gonna get broccoli? Let's see what Jerry does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's uh, definitely. Yeah, it. I can understand why. Like every generation, some person in it at least gets to the point of like simpler times. Because it really like, is. It's, it'd be absolutely not good to romanticize all that all the time. Like nineties was the nineties were bad too. So <laughs> no, and nostalgia is back. And I mean, it's it's always a thing, but 
I can definitely understand why people could be leaning into that for some sense of like pre all of this familiarity during everything. I yeah. completely get it. And I've leaned into it here lately, especially, but you know, you know, speaking to the nineties, reading a book about Jerry's of it all, I definitely need to get some of my attention span back and not consume as much overall, like to the degree by which I do, because I do think that I know too much and it just overwhelms me. Yeah. And it's just too much to consume, to process and, Less is more. I don't watch the news. I just can't do it. It just fucks with me too much. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, uh, man, it's, it's wild. It's a wild time. So <laughs> that's how Chicago is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago is like, I'm on Twitter a lot. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> like really angry Fair. about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we're reaching, we're about. To where I had promised you at this point, with fifty-seven minutes at this sure. point, what all? I know, obviously, the podcast, but what all do you want to point people toward before we wrap it up? Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Andrew A. Lee on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's a U N D R E W L E E. Wait, is it Andrew A. Lee? What did I? I forgot my own. Uh, it's Andrew Lee. Andrew uh Ailey, yeah. Yeah, Ailey. Okay. Right. So Andrew Ailey on A L E E. Um at on Instagram and Twitter. You could follow the podcast that I've been meaning to listen to that or I B M T L T T on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh yeah, check out that show. I'm very proud of that show. We'll have you, Brandon, on an episode soon at one point. Oh, that'd be great um and uh yeah just like um keep an eye out <laughs> uh. yeah well thank you for being on this is great yeah 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 thank you <laughs> this is great yeah. i had a great time <laughs> <laughs> um thank you all for listening please stay safe take care get the vaccine if you don't have it get the booster if you don't have it you know be kind to yourself be kind to others it's okay to not be okay if that's the case and uh just stay safe wear thank a you mask or a tag bye uh, yes, uh, please. Or the biggest mask you've ever seen. <laughs> so, which is wear, a normal wear size three mask. masks. <laughs> wear three masks. Wear a body mask. Whatever you need to do. Either way, stay safe. Take and care. And if you Bye. think about it, we're all wearing masks all the time. So <laughs> sorry, I ruined your outro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye. You know, we all wear masks, metaphorically speaking, to quote yeah, the yeah, mask. Yeah. Thank you. Smoking. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs>